0: Hey everybody, welcome to another great episode of the Odd Topic Podcast. I'm your host this week, Luke Hawkins, and joining me today is the one, the only, Brett Beckerman. What's up? Today, we're going to do a little Let's Talk episode. First one of the season. Yeah, we haven't done one of these in a while. If you don't remember what a Let's Talk is, it's basically when we don't follow a particularly scripted sort of topic. We kind of talk a bit more about what we want to talk about and there's a bit of a, a general topic but it's a more chatty one it's a more relaxed one less kind of i read this topic i'm gonna spew some facts at you tomorrow. we research a lot less it's a very opinionated topic it is um, and or segments shall i say but we have fun with them it's one of my favorite ones to do
1: yeah they are very fun
0: although i'm pretty sure i say this is my favorite in every episode Yes, you do. No matter what the topic is. <laughs> even if I really don't have no idea what I'm talking about, it's my favorite episode. <laughs> so uh, today I wanted to talk a bit about fear. We've touched on this in the past in one of our previous episodes. I think it was one of our first, actually. It, it was, was one of our first. Yeah, it was like When we're good, still I trying to sort out true? our audio issues, yeah. 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 So I wanted to talk a bit about fear and kind of how we respond to fear and open up a bit of a conversation about it in general. You know, what kind of fears trigger different responses, and whether it's in real life or movies, and a bit about a, what we're actually afraid of. I've been on another horror movie binge, which I like to do. <laughs> As normal. I've uh, recently rewatched the all three Insidious movies, again, in about a day. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about and right. I, co- I mean, I don't know if they're good or not. dude. I really can't, but I enjoy them. They elicit a kind of primal fear response, which we'll get into, but... I also watched a lesser-known horror film called The Block Island Sound, okay, which I mentioned to you outside of the podcast. Yeah, we spoke about this. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, So it was under the international section for some reason, but it seems like it's an American film. Um, But it's still very indie. Yeah, very, very indie, very indie, very very unknown. And it's it's on a a real island called called Block Island. Okay. Um, But of course, the whole thing is not real. It's not based on a true story or anything. But it's a really great, and it kind of reminds me a bit of the the movie *Color Out of Space*, which is a recent one with Nicholas Cage. We've spoken about it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. It's really good. It's okay. like a it's it's a it's a Lovecraftian style horror. All right. Well, it's Lovecraftian style, but it is actually a Lovecraft. Tale. I was going say, isn't it based yeah. on one of the books? Yeah, yeah. By H. P. Lovecraft. He he also did the famous Cthulhu and all that mm. stuff. That dude had an imagination. Dude, big time. <laughs> but what's what's nice about Lovecraftian horror and sort of cosmic horror for want of a better word is it's it elicits a very different kind of fear than what you'd find in, in insidious or you know the conjuring or whatever it is it's a much more kind of ethereal feeling it's like a overarching omnipotent fear it's kind of hard to put into words but it's a it's a feeling that makes you feel so insignificant and lost in the greater picture of, of the universe kind of like the feeling that you, that you get when you think too hard about like the universe as a whole and how we are so, like, small, insignificant ants. Small <laughs> like, grain of sand in the large We ourselves thing. think we are everything. Yeah. But you are nothing. Correct. That's the kind of fear that, that Lovecraft likes to imbue in his stories. Yeah. Um, so comparing this to, like, The Conjuring and Insidious, which are very sort of jump-scared, filled, kind of campy horror. They're very um, predictable, yeah. like fears um yeah it's it's, it's instinctual almost y- exactly they, yeah it's i want to say it's a physical fear because you immediately have a physical response necessarily physical touching you but you have a response it's no because because the the fear that it's in, like the fear that it's inflicting
1: is based on your brain's perception of a physical thing happening in the movie i mean yeah a lot Something of that is like floating or- bodies running towards you like like everything is physical and and that is what your
0: fear it's is exactly, yeah it's like it's like a surface level fear correct it's, i'm afraid if fight or flight response, it's not a mental no. fear like you're saying with yeah. the lovecraftian thing where it's like this massive it's a whole like, like one that sits with you correct you know? yeah this is like oh shit get out of danger now versus. what am i where yeah am I? i'm so insignificant in this
1: great <laughs> yeah. world
0: so anyway i thought those are pretty cool um i like those two different types of fear uh, Stephen King actually does it really well, more so in his books than in his movies, but he has a nice balance between the two a lot of the time. Um, for example, in It, Pennywise is a very much a, a surface-level fear. He's a he's a jump scare all the time in that movie. Yeah, he's but, a permanent jump scare. Yeah, I must say I love the movie. But he, um, there's more to Stephen King. Stephen King's books also have, not all of them, but they, I think The Dark Tower and It are part of the same continuity in that they have this... What he calls the macroverse and it's sort of again a kind of it jumps the realm from ooh scary clown to this is bigger than we ever imagined kind of fear. And you know, the deadlights and the whole thing of his story. Um you don't really see much of it. I mean it's in the movies, but you get more from it from the books. Um, I think they try and focus on the immediate mm. kind of fear in the in the in the movies. Yeah, of course you have to. Because
1: they, they they're targeting people who don't know yeah. the full
0: extent. Yeah, I mean, Stephen King's movies have always been a bit like that as well. Even with The Shining, you know, The Shining actually book is a very, very deep tale. The movie was great. And the movie is kind of what made it popular in a way. Maybe no, I should say that Stephen King is massive fans. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But, I mean, The Shining movie-wise, for me anyway, gave me a very different response to, to the movie than when I read the book. I've still never read slash watched The Shining. I want to read the Doctor. I haven't read that yet. I, I hear, about I hear it, a like, movie about
1: is it. not as great because they try to shove three books into one movie. Is it? Yeah. So for for me, I mean, as most of you know, I, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a reader. I'm more of a a watcher of things. Mm. I like to take my media mm. in visually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do I do get like not not like FOMO if you recorded that of like people who read the books because they open up so much more of the story than what the movies do. And mm. I mean, like, for Dark Tower, I probably won't watch it because I know there's so much more to it. And what's the point of watching that movie when I know that it's just going to be this condensed yeah. Hollywood
0: yeah. thing? Hollywood version, yeah. So between these kind of styles of horror, like, there's obviously further subgenres and stuff, which I think I spoke more about in another other episode. I'll give that a listen, if you haven't heard, about, like, body horror and this and that. Yeah, But, I mean, so if I, like... I was trying to think which of these do I actually prefer in terms of horror, you know? And I think if I'm with a group of people, it's way more fun to watch a campy kind of in-your-face horror. Yeah, that slapstick where, horror. Like, and when you're all screaming at the, at the same jump scare, you know, <laughs> it feels cool, you know? like <laughs> Horrible, but cool. <laughs> but it's it's, horrible if you're not the one screaming. <laughs> it's nice to have the kind of deeper ones when you're sitting by yourself and just want to be creeped out a bit and also think a bit harder than you usually do. But um, so I put together a list of some typical jump-scare tropes that kind of you'll find in movies such as the conjuring and things like that. Um and like when you start to notice them you'll find that they're in almost every horror movie you watch, man. It's it's so that di- there's different like spins in it each time, but it's really funny when you actually like oh my god, every horror movie does this. Yeah. So I thought up a list of like five things that I always notice and okay. now since I see them, I can't unsee them, and i now I now always know when it's gonna happen, yeah, so it's kind of ruining horror, so sorry, I'm about to ruin horror for everyone, but so one is somebody grabbing your foot when it's underwater, like you're getting out of a pool, okay, and then someone will grab your foot, yeah, or if you not even in water, but if you see like there's a like dark shadow and you whenever the camera's focusing on feet on legs, you know gonna it's gonna happen, to, yeah always, even i think it's example is um House of Wax, where the dude's hand comes out and cuts the keys. Oh, uh, you're the a key it. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, that's actually a good movie.
0: It's, it's always stuff like that. And yeah. Then, um, so another one <laughs> that I always like because sometimes they change it up. But when, like, the kind of scary music starts so building and building, like maybe she's walking towards a cupboard or something like that, and, then, and it builds up, and then suddenly nothing. It's quiet. You're like, oh tricks your brain to be like, oh, well, they oh, were yeah, scared. It's they were just fooling me. Then suddenly, bam, there's a horror like right afterwards. Man. <laughs> what, what, always. What, what I've noticed with
1: that one is it's always like a person walking up to like a closet or something. And then like the rising music, mm. open closet, thinking someone's going to be in the closet mm. and then nothing. You're like, oh. And then they close the closet and there's always and there's a mirror. A and then you can see the person in the reflection
0: of the mirror. And you're like, well, that's oh, that's number obviously. three on my list. So. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so it is. So, so the music one ties into it. It always has that thing. So, yeah, opening a door to find nothing there, then closing it to see someone behind the door yes. or something. And also, always in a bathroom, in a bathroom mirror. They look up, think they see something. There's nothing there. Put their head down to drink water or whatever. Look up, and <laughs> there's something there.
1: <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak.
0: <laughs> and then the other one is like typically at the end of the movie, once they've killed the bad guy or whatever it is, and he's lying there dead. And then suddenly the camera goes back the body's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's actually th- dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like you know exactly at that moment that they were, like, acknowledged for a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. The
0: story made him die. But we've got a sequel. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a perfect trope because whether there's a sequel or not, you know, if there's not, it's like, oh, and he made it away to kill again once more. Yeah. End of the whole series. This- or it's like... He'll be back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> depends how well the movie does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a, there was a, um, uh, it was actually a Russian film on Netflix um, that was overdubbed. I can't remember the exact name, but it was something like Don't Go Into the Woods or mm. something along those lines. It's terrifying, but they make it a 100% like obvious that we are following step-by-step guidelines of a horror movie Mm. and i think one of the characters even says like the one of the characters is like a real big horror buff and it's about this group of kids who are like i think they're obsessed with technology Mm. so it's a camp for kids who are obsessed with technology Mm. so when they get to the camp their cell phones get taken away Obviously, remove your sense of yeah. communication. Then they have to go on this hike through the wilderness. They're like, okay, a hike into a place yeah, away from is. everyone. <laughs> and like one of the, the, the nerds of the group, he's like the whole time talking about like all the horror stereotypes that's happening to them. Mm. And then things happen to them. And he's like, exactly like I said, like, the whole time. You're like, okay, well, <laughs> is that exactly what you're explaining to me? But it's still done very well. I mean, yeah. it, it is a very scary movie yeah. and it does invoke a lot of fear. But-
0: it's you need so to find the name, man, so you know what you're talking about. It, it, I'm pretty sure it's, it's called Don't Go Into the Woods. Yeah, I mean, this reminds me a lot of that um, Screams. Was it Scream? The series on Netflix? Scream, yeah. So it, it was kind of a spin-off of the original movies, I guess. I think we've actually spoken about it before. But uh, it's very good because they break the fourth wall a lot with classic horror tropes. Oh, you know, the, they, the, the kid that kind of like narrates yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, she narrates everything. It's like, oh, this is classic horror, which I thought was pretty good.
1: So I just did a quick search so that everyone actually knows what I'm talking about. It's called nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Mm, okay. Super duper Russian um, with the overdubs. But the, yeah, I mean the, the whole narration of the main kid throughout the whole movie um, is, is it's so typical. It's like, okay, in a horror movie, this was going to happen. And then something happens. Mm. But for like the adaption of that to the actual horror, I mean, they do really well. I mean, there's one scene where, like, they're walking through the woods and he's, like, busy talking about we're separating ourselves from everyone else and we have no communication. Like, the camera pans and, like, they're in this wood with a whole bunch of, like, thin pine trees. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden on the one, like, pine tree, you just see a hand, like, on the side of that yeah. pine tree with nothing behind it. And that hand, like, quickly steps away.
0: Oh, that's just, like, man, what they did in... Flip, but now, What's that movie, dude? It's the British one where the guys go to mourn their friend. He the Ritual. He... Yes, yes, The Ritual. There's that one scene with the Greek wood one, and he's got his hand burning. Just, uh, just his fingers that yeah. like, click, click, click all the way around.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh. I mean, but but, but that. Yeah. Oh, Ritual is great. I loved Ritual. But that that is that is a, the typical thing. It's like give you a small taste of like okay,
0: yeah, things like, are not right. Like, that is the 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 shift from. A reality-based horror to not a reality-based. horror. Okay, well, I don't know about your one, but in the ritual it was yeah, yeah, it was yeah, definitely a creature, It wasn't a...
1: Yeah, but I mean the creature fit the whole theme. Theme. Yeah. This one's creature was more human, but it was so stereoty- like stereotypical yeah. horror, and I, and and for that fact, I didn't. I say enjoy the it. movie was bad or good. I can't quite put it. A- <laughs> the movie was scary, but the storyline and plot was was literally like taken out of a book and just mm-hmm. written. Like it was it was too predictable. Yeah. But it was scary. Like don't get me wrong. But I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it as like go watch this. It's a great story. Mm. I would I'd be like, do you want to like get
0: really scared, go watch it. But sounds campy.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent campy campy movie. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so I want to talk a bit about what we're afraid of now. Um we've kind of been over now the different kinds of horrors. What are what are we more afraid of? Now I've got different sort of my own kind of genres of fear as well. <laughs> so in terms of like base level fears, okay. Okay, obviously I really freaking hate spiders and so on and so forth. So horror movies don't really elicit too much of a fear, like after fear in me anymore. I say after fear, I mean like when the movie's off and I'm now in my house. You're separated from it. Yeah, like it used to be that oh shit, I don't even want to look. Down. All the lights must be on now. You know. Now it does nothing. You know. I can have jump scares and really enjoy the movie, but afterwards it's like, okay, I'm back yeah. in reality. It's fine. But what does bring me back to that kind of feeling is if I'm in my house and, and I'm alone and there's just a the sound. It can be perfectly explainable. It can be I don't know, the dog knocked over something in the in the backyard or the house creaking we got a fairly old house that creaks. that then will set me off for the rest of the night i can't everything will keep me on edge any sound i'm like looking out windows yeah, and like i'm like all your senses are immediately heightened, and it's, and it's it's annoying until i see someone else or until like the next day i'm done bro i'm like i can't enjoy the evening, evening yeah <laughs> and also a bit of a strange one is being alone in nature so everyone's like oh it's so beautiful become one with nature no, fuck that, bro.
1: <laughs> Become one with Hell No. When I'm
0: if I'm out there and okay, not so much anymore, I haven't done it in a while, but as like a as a younger kid, my parents were let's say we were out camping and they were having a a brow or a barbecue down there. <laughs> I would like walk off into the woods and just do my own thing. And then like you hear sounds, like nature sounds, right? Which is fine at first, but the more you get inside your own head about it, you start to I don't know if it's just me, but I always feel like I'm being watched. And it's creepy. Every little sound is someone stepping away, like hiding yeah. behind a tree. Dude, that gets me. Do not watch the Nobody Sleeps in the Woods. Because <laughs> it's literally <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: Dude. I- but I can understand that though, because a lot of those sounds, especially in in like a heavy forested area, there are a lot of sounds you don't hear and we're not used to hearing. Mm. Um I remember uh, going to a place and they had a really massive um, almost like a bamboo forest and you will not believe the sound that tall bamboo branches mm-hmm. make when they rub up against each other because of them being hollow and yeah. that extra sound it's so like it's ominous it's it's yeah. I, I don't know how to like explain kind it of,
0: like fresh bamboo is kind of oily so they probably make a weird sound against.
1: It, each it's other. a it's a weird and you can't you can't place the sound so if you're alone with that and you can't see it happening that is a very like freaky yeah. scenario.
0: I think it's also like part of our instinct as well, man. If you like, when you're around other people, you're not afraid. Yeah. But as soon as you're put in isolation or, or, or alone somewhere, and then you're hearing these odd sounds, your instinctual responses are coming to like to to, to light suddenly. Or like, your brain is firing synapses, bro. It's like, what does it sound? What does it sound? Correct. Be, be aware of your surroundings. Is it danger? Is it whatever? Well, you're starting
1: to like, have so, to like
0: defend yourself. Yeah, you're experiencing yeah. all these emotions that we don't usually feel.
1: Correct. Um, so, like, like evolutionary. Reason. They're like, listen, this is not normal freak out now do it yeah and your body just kind of goes with it and you're like what i shouldn't be freaking out it's just like a plant that got knocked over out outside but you're like that nah, oh, but it yeah. could
0: be a monster <laughs> you don't know that don't know what it is for me it's there could be a guy on your roof <laughs> yeah. i've been up there it's spooky someone could be in there it's <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's like let's get real no one wants to be up there <laughs> also my alarm and out like we have an alarm in the roof a sensor so it's always fine but it's like God damn, it's scary. Even in the day, it is dark. It is creepy. In the day, it's even worse because you get like sunlight shining through the roof tiles uh, and okay. there's like little beams. Oh yeah, so it's like dark with the beams, and yeah. you like you see the dust flying through it, and you're like, someone's gonna stick a hand out or some <laughs> creepy shit. Dude. Oh, I remember when I was growing up um at one
1: of our cottages, there was always this like top attic area where because we didn't really have a ceiling, it was all kind of open mm. open roof, and over the over my bedroom, actually, there was um, a place we used to, like, stall kind of chairs and yeah. camping things. And if we had, like, an umbrella for the beach, it would all get, like, kind of shoved up there. I think our geezer was up there. Mm. And when we were younger, there used to be a ladder going up there, like a, a permanent ladder. And my dad would always joke around about Mr. Bones. That was oh, no, the no. huge joke was that's where Mr. Bones lives. And like based in the South African comedy? But <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Completely on his own. But who knows? Maybe he got it from that. No, that was way before Mr. Bones. Wasn't <laughs> that. So every time we had like friends or other kids that would come over, uh, there was actually a double bunk um, in my bedroom. Um, and then I would sleep in like the spare room while they slept there or whatever. My dad would go up to the top and like scratch on the ceiling or on the floor the devil. <laughs> and then like he would just wait for the kids to like lose their shit um so i was always like petrified of mr bones i, I mean when you grow up you, you knew it was all fake but when you're younger yeah. this like idea of this skeleton who died oh mr bones he died years ago whatever he was stored <laughs> up there but that 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 fear of like okay listen why not you just go fetch me up there and most of the stuff we used was always on the edge. So, you would go up the stairs, you'd grab the thing, go down. No problem. But then while you're there, you'd always, like, grab something and, like, look at the end. And we had one of those, like, air bricks on the back end. Mm. So, like, you're talking about the the light coming through. Yeah, yeah. And from that air brick, it would cast shadows and everything. And you'd grab the thing, but, like, look at the same time. Mm. Like, Okay what's there and then I like, quickly run down. and every time you kind of do that and then like the one time i was like no no you need a thing like i think we need like life It's like right at the back We're like nope, uh-uh. nope you happening. put this fear into me you. you've <laughs> it yourself
0: i'm not going up <laughs> i think i think my dad or my parents knew i was too much of a pansy anything <laughs> like that. my sister though was usually get super super afraid and when i was a baby like still in in, in like nappies dude if she had to go downstairs in our house, like downstairs was always creepy. Right? It's dark down there. All the lights are off at night. No one's been down there. So she would have to go downstairs to fetch something from, I don't know, you no, know, my folks, some wine from the bar. <laughs> anyway, she'd go down. But she'd always take me, right? She'd grab me as if I was going to protect her. No, you're not. You're the sacrifice. Exactly. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm taking you to protect me and give you a company. I was just there to be the sacrifice. She goes, Here, monster, take the baby. <laughs> I'm going upstairs. Destined for sacrifice. <laughs> oh, man. Sisters are the best. Oh, um, man. And then, okay, so that's like the base level fears that I guess everyone feels to some extent. Yeah. Then I've got some, I don't know, some kind of, perhaps these are maybe a bit personal, but I think everyone has some kind of fear like this. Like, obviously, the death of a parent is quite, quite a scary thing. Yes. Bro. And for me, it's, it's, it's my dad. If my dad like passed away, even though I'm an adult ass <laughs> adult, if he passed away, I would feel so frightened about the world. It's yeah. like, not that I, I rely on him for anything anymore, you know, other than, you know, support and guidance when I need it. But it's like with him gone, it's like, what the fuck do I do now? Well, I mean, it, it, it's like that, that, that backboard of like just ideas and Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, it like, just falls away. I, think- I mean, I can imagine. As an ad, like adult male, right? There's the father figure in the household, whatever it is. And until you no longer have a father, like oh, how do I phrase this? When you when you have a father, you are still not the father figure, no matter how old or whatever he might be. There's the father figure of of it all. Even though of your immediate family, the husband, the wife, the kids, you may be the husband, you are the father figure there. But to you and your family. You are not the the head of the household. No, your family tree kind of follows that route. And, you know, everyone will listen to their dad or whatever it is, and he will have support for you no matter what it is. As soon as you take that element away, you suddenly are shoved into a role where you are now the the responsible one. Correct. You now have to be the one that people go to. And that, to me, is scary as well. Like, not only are you now going to deal with your own shit, it's like, and, like, what if you cock up and laugh, bro? Yeah, like, you 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 have I, that I worry. Like leaving, I'm like, Dad, I, I think I cocked up. there did I think? are like, No, you idiot! Don't do it like this. You must whatever. Invest your money in this, whatever. <laughs> whatever to say. But it's like now people are gonna come to you, and now you have no fallback. Yeah. And you suddenly feel very alone, and I'm petrified of that. I really yeah. am. That freaks me out. And then another one uh, is childbirth scares the crap out of me. <laughs> for yourself or (laughs) when i give birth no okay well maybe not so much childbirth but like i've actually told my wife this before but like i think it's i think it's movies and media that have done this to me but if she has a kid and she dies during the delivery Uh, okay okay so so, so not
1: not the fear of of birth itself but the
0: fear of losing your significant other through that process now you're stuck with this child right and now there's a whole juggle Mm -hmm. of emotions it's hey, you're the reason my wife died. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a terrible thing to think. And now you're like, do I hate this baby? Obviously, you don't hate the baby, but you're like, oh my God, kind of in a way. <laughs> um, jokes, that's a really bad impression because then your kid grows up thinking that they that, whatever. That's the whole thing. Again, seen from movies, no personal experience. I, th-
1: I, think, I think that's 100% like a movie trope. Yeah, it right really is.
0: yeah because it, it always. Although, I don't know. I think you see the movies. I think it's real. Like, you get the kids that's. No, 100% that real. Dad don't like them because they blame them for their mother's death. Yeah. You always see that yeah. in the movies, but I think it's, it's legit. Um, not that I would ever be like that, but I think I, I'd be the the yeah I'm talking about is you would after never a kid. you
1: would never be like that. But the fact that movies have that image in your yeah. head means like, okay, am I possible of that? Yes or no?
0: Definitely yeah, not. Like, but... I think yeah, I think you just don't want to be a crap dad, and you see all this stuff like on TV and about this, and the dad that ends up being crap, like it was always a shitty dad. Yeah, and so I really don't want to do that. But a, am I capable to raise a kid by myself? That's hard. <laughs> and i think I, don't know, I, don't know. Uh, I mean of course you got your other family to help you out but i don't know for me that's another big fear dude it
1: is a fear i mean it, obviously it's that that's a fear irrespective um of like losing a significant other purely for like i mean you're at the point now where for the past couple of years you've been reliant on the significant other yeah your wife your girlfriend whatever like now take that away and it's like uh m- what do I do here? I, yeah, I, I can I really know. look
0: after myself. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, so 100% legitimate phobia. Yeah. Started out.
0: Uh, and what about you? What are your kind of fears?
1: So I had to think quite hard about like my fears and, 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 and phobias for that matter. Um and try and kind of gather everything that freaks me out and decide whether or not it was actually a fear or phobia or not. Because I mean, what's, what's the
0: difference, really?
1: Not much. I think. I think it's pretty much the same
0: thing. A fear of something is a pho- is but a like, phobia. You can have a fear, but I feel like a phobia is a more consistent thing. Correct. Like I'm fearful of this, but a phobia is for life. I'm always got a phobia of this. Yeah, but I mean, or a- is it just a synonym. Like.
1: I think I think you are right, but generally they are kind of. I mean, if for instance watching a movie about like deep blue sea, if you have a phobia of water and a phobia of of sea creatures, it's going to freak you out more than a person's like, oh look at the shark.
0: Like yeah. th- there's a there's there's a difference in your your phobia and your fear. Like I wouldn't say, that, for example, to my previous one, I wouldn't say I've got a phobia of. <laughs> My wife dying during travel. No, though. no, no. That's exactly. a fear, but it's not a phobia. But there is a phobia for that. Yeah, I guess so. So,
1: th- and 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 that's where this kind of came out because I was thinking about like what freaks me out and whether or not that falls under a fear or a phobia. So, for instance, I'm not a huge fan of creepy crawlies. Mm. I mean, I got no problem mm-hmm. with them. Centipedes, um, kill me now. <laughs> oh no. No, there's a guy on YouTube, the coyote whatever. Um, I don't know what his full name is, but coyote. Out. And he has a whole thing called like the butt, whatever. It's it's ridiculous. And he basically goes around. Um, it's like
0: it's bitten by all the different yes, things. Yes, that guy. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh. Coyote Peterson. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and he he takes the centipede for the one thing. And I could even see like the way that he was trying to grab it. He was like petrified. So... I mean, I once
0: woke up and there was a centipede on my floor, like next to my bed, and I didn't think we got them in South Africa. Yeah, we Dude. do. Yeah, well now I know. It. <laughs> a <laughs> like, little bit later, honestly, didn't. I was like, this is some American thing <laughs> or some Australian yeah. thing, you know? Like, <laughs> they look, got everything Australia. I know we get millipedes, which is so good. Correct, but um, we get
1: centipedes too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, to, now you just say that, Christy actually found one, my girlfriend found one at our place and she put it in a jar just to show me. I was like, oh, I don't want to see this. this. Take
0: the jar run the
1: fire. <laughs> so I'm not, I, I don't have a phobia of creepy crawlies. I'm not going to like run for the hills if a spider lands on my shoulder. No, I will. I might, I might have like a little like yelp when I brush it off and <laughs> run away, but... I think you mean manly (laughs) reaction. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. I said Yelp. (laughs) But it's more of those like, this is not a natural feeling. I'd prefer it if you were in a place where I could see you, Mm. is kind of my reaction to it. But if a spider was on the wall now, I I wouldn't be like kind of sitting here quivering. It's not a fear. It's not a phobia. It's just like, a don't like this. This isn't natural. I, I don't like it. But one thing that does really freak me out and it does definitely show especially when i watch movies it's the idea of 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 being in a large body of water completely alone oh yeah and not knowing what is below me yeah I be it that. a lake be it an ocean that to me is like okay like i will react in the way of i'm just gonna swim because it's movement and i can and i will like I'm a hundred percent with yeah. you. Yeah, I remember when I was younger, we used to. Um, there, there, there's, there's a small boat that kind of goes out from the harbor, and you can kind of put snacks on. Everyone, mm. it, it went through a craze of everyone did their birthday on it, and my uncle thought it was a great idea to throw a fifty rand note out into the water and be like, whoever gets it first, go for it, and everyone jumped in and went Hope to go get, get it. Swim. Oh, no, we were, I mean, we were teens. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like
0: five-year-olds, me! <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the middle of the So everyone jumped out and I was still standing there. And they're like, jump in. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, no, I'm not going to do that. And eventually I got to a point where, I, I, like, it was a catamaran. So I used to jump from the one end. Like, through the water and get on the other end. But it was a quick thing. I mean, it's a quick transition going through. Mm. So, I mean, like, yeah, that's sure I can do that. But the idea of jumping in the water and the boat leaving and me being alone kills me. Like, honestly, the worst thing ever. And there was a movie, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure it's called Deep Water. It's something like that. Where it is a diving party that go out. And one one of the people diving, it's actually two of them. They go down... And they, I don't know if she's trying to follow the coral or she's trying to do something. And she went a bit further and all the others were caught back and they kind of climbed on the boat or whatever. And they screwed up the count of people and they left. And they left her there. And I can't remember. I mean, it was ages ago. I watched it. I think it's called Open Water. Yeah. Ages ago since I watched it. And
0: she comes back up and I've kind of had that feeling. Um, Okay. Not so much that I was left behind, but... I think I mentioned this in our scuba diving episode. I had to come up earlier than the rest because I was having problems with my station tubes, as I have in the past. This wasn't the cool whale shark that I saw. Well, I think we did speak um,
1: about this in your um, yeah yeah.
0: But I came up and there was no one. the sk- The skipper's boat was nowhere. I couldn't see anybody. Oh wow! And you're just there, and you're like, okay, hey, well, like technically, I guess everyone was down down underneath, but they're moving with the current. You know, you're up there, you feel completely alone. And it is spooky, dude. That, Especially that, when you get yeah, up to a point freaky. that even if you look down into the water, you can no longer see. No, it's there's just this deep dark blue all yeah. around you. Look up, there's just the ocean all around you. You're like, it's the weirdest feeling. Yeah. you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs>
1: you see, I've never been in that position, and I cannot imagine being oh, in that position. Freaky, freaky. Um, so for me, that classifies as a genuine phobia. So I was like, okay, well, what the hell is this? So what you and I have a phobia of is called a thalassophobia. A what? Thalassophobia. Thalassophobia. Okay. So thalassophobia can include the fear of being in a deep body of water, fear of the vast emptiness of the sea, of sea waves, sea creatures, eh, not so much, and the fear of distance from land. It is also classified as the fear of the unknown. So you don't know what's below you. And you can like, if a fish
0: were to come up and bite you on your toe, you'd freak the hell out because... What is that? In the same vein, though, there's—I don't know if it's going to fall under the same phobia—but you get, you see pictures of like this lone diver, and there's like a piece of of a shipwreck or like a, a old machinery. That's especially—it's always like the propeller or something. But like, I'm talking about massive ones, yeah. And they're like just by this thing, and there's just this thing in the water. Yes, not living, not a creature, yes. but it's just man. That's weird. Yeah, you see this like lone diver and nothing, and there's like this piece of old equipment. Yeah. For some reason, that is like, oh, shit. So, I'm getting to that. Just you hold oh, on. on your list? Yeah, yeah. Damn. There was a study performed
1: by a guy by the name of Nicholas Colton in 2016, which spoke about the fear of the unknown. And he basically went into this and why why do we... Why does that freak us out? I mean, you're just in water. I mean, what's the difference between you being in water and any other substance? What What is it? So... In his theory, he kind of goes into our fear of deep bodies of water. It's almost like an evolutionary mechanism that has kind of been passed down through the years. And our ancestors clearly understood that our survival as land-bearing animals was on land. Yeah. Where the ocean was unknown territory. I mean, with all the animals there, you had no way of defending yourself. Yeah. And you knew on land, you could defend yourself. And that ability and that knowledge was just obviously passed on saying, stay on land. Yeah. Don't go to the Where ocean. To ocean, the ocean bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, I don't really have an issue with water or swimming in lakes or seas or rivers. I mean, I did that growing up. Yeah. But I need to know that within five minutes, I can touch the shore. Like if I'm in a river and I'm swimming through the river to the other mm-hmm. side... There is a brief moment of, holy crap, I'm in the middle of a river. Mm. But then that soon ends when I can touch the floor on the other side. Yeah, Same in a dam. If I jump into a dam or a lake, I can swim in the deep end and then swim back, no problem. I can swim to the middle of the dam and swim back. But don't stick me in the middle of the ocean
0: where swimming is not an option. Yeah, Like that's <laughs> not a thing. I wonder if it's also partly a bit more scary because we're also are using a dedicating... A significant amount of our brain power to the thought of we can't breathe under here. Don't drown.
1: Well exactly. So that stay also stay afloat. Makes it scary. Like
0: if you're underwater you're like, oh now I gotta hold my breath. And there's weird shit happening.
1: Um I've actually been playing a game called Subnautica. Subnautica. Really? Yeah.
0: I, I played too
1: yeah. Um and Subnautica kind of I mean it's pretty much this. So the whole theory is you crash land on this foreign place where there's just a body of water. And you have to survive. But the creatures in the water... Okay, the difference in Subnautica is you can see all the creatures. You can see the bottom of the thing. And everything is beautiful.
0: It depends how deep you go, bro.
1: Depends how deep you go, obviously. But it kind of has that you're in the middle of nowhere type of thing.
0: The difference being that it's, you're in an alien world,
1: but... Yeah, but those things are also scary.
0: Yeah, and they're similar looking enough. up. Yeah. Dude, octopuses are weird, bro.
1: They really are weird, yeah.
0: Octopi? I don't know. They're creepy, dude. Whichever. <laughs> they, are, they are not of this world. <laughs>
1: yeah, they really aren't. So, in my kind of hunting for what is this actual name of what we're fearful of, uh, the whole phallus phobia, thalasophobia, I kind of came across a few interesting phobias and really interesting right, names. <laughs> so, I want to play a little game. All right. It's called guess the phobia. Okay. Okay. So, the first one, kauumpunau phobia.
0: Jeez, dude.
1: Koumpunophobia. Cow Koumpunophobia.
0: Cow is it a K or a C?
1: K. Very hard to to pronounce, but phobia.
0: I'm going to say, and this is going to sound stupid. They all are stupid, so go for it. <laughs> a fear of green pastures. You're wrong. Okay. Well, okay. I expected as much. But... <laughs> it is the fear of buttons. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I was like thinking cow, obviously. And then yeah. Yeah. Cool. They wouldn't call it a cow in a scientific study. Yeah,
1: like bovan phobia some I go down. Cow phobia. The fear of buttons. <laughs> okay, next one. Oikophobia. oiko phobia. I mean, like not pig related. Oikophobia. At all. Not pig related.
0: I don't know. It could be anything.
1: It really could be. But I wanna know what you <laughs> think it is.
0: <laughs> um...
1: And I mean there's a list of hundreds of phobias. So everything you can think of, like the green
0: pastures, there is a phobia of that. Could this be the, a fear of loud sounds? Ooh, close. It's
1: the fear of household appliances. Okay. <laughs> close as close. in <laughs> it's not it's not a crazy thing. Yeah. Uh, the fear of household appliances, as in like That's their a strange sound. one, who's afraid of household
0: appliances?
1: Exactly. Walking to the toast and be like, no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that one I get, bro. When a toaster pops, I get a little fright every time. Really? Every single time. You never know when. It's, it a, pop. it's a jump scare. It's a little jump scare. You're there going suddenly. Like, whoop. <laughs> okay. Good morning. But it's, I, I, I get that one. I get that one. Okay. 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 I'll give you a little bit of an easier one. Phobophobia. The fear of having fears.
1: The fear of fear itself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second last one. It's called submechano sub submechanophobia.
0: Okay, I could go two ways with this. There's the mechanism, some kind of fear of machinery. But then there's the sub. Is it literally the fear of submarines? <laughs> Think about what we spoke um, about earlier.
1: It's the fear of man-made items submerged or okay, partially okay. submerged underwater. But,
0: yeah, I should have got that one. That would
1: yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a fear of submerged man-made Dude, objects sure. either partially for or entirely sure underwater. Mm. So, that one of like an object... Like seeing the Titanic underwater exactly. and you oh, yeah. look at that, that ominous, yeah. It's called sub phobia.
0: I wonder what it is that makes it scary. I can't, I can't put it together. I think it, it's the, Why that's it not supposed to be here. Could be. Yeah. Like, for me, it's more scary than seeing nothing. I'd rather see the deep blue than see something there. To really
1: be honest, if I was walking in the woods late at night, pitch black, and I stumbled across something that wasn't natural, I would freak out. If I was walking in the woods and there was a wheelbarrow lying there, I'd be yeah, like, shouldn't be there. "The
0: hell is that doing here?" So, there's an interesting thing with that. There's actually this phenomenon. Now, I hope I've got the right one, but it's it's there are so many stairs in the woods, okay, to nowhere, a flight of stairs. What? It's the weirdest thing. Dude. No, it's an actual thing. I'm sure. Like, like mean, there were stairs in the house, like. I don't know
1: Connection.
0: there's pictures all over the internet
1: I would there's, freak there's out I think I'm adding that to the list of phobias of mine
0: I it would freak out I'm going to try and find what it's actually you see,
1: now the sub mechanphobia that, that doesn't freak me out I, I'll be okay with that I'll be like whoa but something in the woods I don't think I'll be okay with <gasps> no what the hell okay I'll put this up like, on my Instagram at Topic Podcast. some look like just pause but yeah like the but, but they are literally flights okay. of stairs to nothing that's weird that's, that's weird one. okay but i've got one more for you one okay. more i don't even, I, I hope i don't pronounce this right it is the longest one i could find i know hexa coisi o hexa contra i'll say it again Hexa koisio hexa contra So I didn't catch that. Say it again. Hexa koisio hexa contra again.
0: No. <laughs> is it like a lengthy fear, or is like a very straightforward fear? Very straightforward fear. Okay, it's not a straightforward fear, but it's not. It's the not fear a of six-sided things of dice. Uh,
1: no. Okay, so hexa coicy o hexa contra hexaphobia.
0: 666. Six, six.
1: The fear of 666. Six, six. Oh, I nailed it. Too. Yeah, good job. Okay. Yeah. So it's the fear of 666. Six, six. The fear of the devil, basically. Mm. But I, I saw that one and I was like, I, like this just amazing. Yeah. Like, this is so incredible. I love this. Wasn't
0: there that one? I mean, I think everyone's heard this, but the fear of long words. is like a really long word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hippopotamus <laughs> something or other. But I didn't find
1: it on the list unless I just completely scrolled Maybe past it. Maybe it's one it. of those
0: made up things. Bro. <laughs>
1: Probably is. People are
0: like, this is a long word. You're afraid of it.
1: There was, okay, okay th- this is the um, this is the list that I found. Obviously, there are a lot of others, but this was the most concise list I could find that was alphabetical. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was kind of fun going through everything because at first I, I could only find like aquaphobia. I'm like, there's no ways. We're just f- afraid of water. That's ridiculous. Um, but you kind of delve a bit deeper and the whole phobia thing is really interesting.
0: I was searching the phobia of stairs in the woods. And? and? um so it's, it's a thing. It's, it's oh. called the, the Stairs in the Woods Phenomenon. Okay. Okay, I'm literally reading from an article here. <laughs> On-the-spot research. <laughs> the simple explanation of the Stairs in the Woods Phenomenon is, these stairs. These are stairs that arise from the ground and go up to the sky. Mysterious stairs are most often seen at night and look as if they were built in the woods out of nowhere. There is no other structure or building around them. That is not an explanation. Why do they say it's explanation? yeah that's not an explanation at all okay i'm aware that that is the <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory i don't know mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good it's what you'll probably find is it's it's houses built out of wood correct and the wooden structures over time and the concrete stairs have, stayed, and stayed,
1: yeah. stairs have stayed yeah yeah so going through my list of, of phobias i was quite interested in the one of the the fear of buttons so i just think that's yeah, hilarious
0: what was that one koi cow what
1: uh cow oomph or no ump. phobia so, there is one very, very famous, deceased now, but famous entrepreneur, technologist, whatever you want to call him, who had this phobia. Could you by any chance think about who this was? Elon Musk. No, but same vein. Elon, Elon Musk Einstein. is still alive. I said dead, deceased. No, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Um uh, No, more closer to Elon Musk era. Uh, who the hell is close to? Who, who, who do you think hates? Who's dead, bro? Who do you think quite recently died, as recently within the past five years, who hates buttons on his devices? Steve Jobs. There we go. So Steve Jobs has Kaumpano-phobia. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Apparently, he does not only hate, like, clothing buttons. He hates That way, always wore, wore, like, a black sweater. Yeah, apparently. And he was apparently um, interviewed about it, and he said he hates them. They just there's just something about him and
0: Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What kind of buttons are you talking about here?
1: That's what I'm saying. Steve Jobs had all sorts of button fears. Human clothing buttons, like buttons yeah. we know, as well as device buttons. Like his whole okay. fear of buttons. But they're so completely different. I know. And that kind of sounds like you're more afraid of the word button. <laughs> like- <laughs> hey, possible. But that was that was according to him, that was his his drive to rid buttons from devices. And which 12, worked. I mean, everything was pretty heavily buttoned before that. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything over here has had one button because they had no real other way of doing things.
0: you clearly had a... Fo- well, not him. I guess Tim Cook has a phobia of ports, bro. <laughs> Bring back the headphone jack. You Tim idiot. Cook has fear of uh, losing money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a bit of a dive into our fears and a cool, cool little anecdotes about phobia, which is really cool. I don't... I mean, I sucked at that game. <laughs> I don't know.
1: In all fairness, you were destined for failure. I designed <laughs> that for you to fail. Like, there were so many phobias where the phobia name described the phobia. I'm like, I'm yeah, not choosing that. Yeah, sense,
0: man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I threw you one bone with phobia, phobia.
0: Yeah. Or phobia, phobia. And the hex came with a bit of a encouragement from you. That yeah, would make sense. But, it's but six, still, six, six, still, you did it well. Stupid phobias. So. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for joining us on this wild and crazy ride for this Let's Talk episode. Uh, we had fun a lot please. of fun actually When was quite a long episode man surprisingly considering like it was not a scripted one really <laughs> no we went off script um, a lot <laughs> yeah off the cuff man anyway thanks for joining us if you like what we have to offer here at Odd Topic Podcast please consider subscribing and liking and please follow us on Instagram Facebook at Odd Topic Podcast you can also visit our website
1: which is by the time this goes out will be done uh, at oddtopicpodcast.com uh, you can also email us at community at autopodcast.com. You can also check us out on YouTube at Autopic Podcast. We're basically everywhere. We're
0: basically everywhere. If you can't find us, you're doing something wrong. So thanks, guys. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Ooh. Ooh.